1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard Life under Lennon starts tonight for Celtic as they head to Tynecastle Of all places, Rangers are looking to take advantage of any possible disruption across the city when they host Dundee And four different managers have now lost their jobs immediately after facing Motherwell this season They are up against Stevie Clark tonight I'm Gordon Duncan, joining me tonight is Jim Duffy and Mark Guidi Yes, it's life after Brendan Rodgers at Celtic, Neil Lennon the man at the helm And what a start, Tynecastle tonight in the SPFL Premiership Hearts v Celtic And if that wasn't enough Three days from now He goes back to Easter Road In the William Hill Scottish Cup Quarter final Where I think he'll get a good reception From the Hibernian supporters Speaking to a number of them They were disappointed to see him go But what A brilliant story For Scottish football And it's really As if we didn't need it It's just lit the whole place up again In the final ten weeks of the season yeah, I mean, again, once again, uh, Gordon, you know, we always think we're a small country and everybody says we're a small league, but I tell you what, we certainly make headline news at times, that's for sure. And uh, this particular story has, um, you know, been been right at the, the forefront of that. So, yeah, everyone had their opinion last night. I know the phones were very, very busy. We'd expect, expect similar tonight. But the one thing we do have tonight is we've got plenty of top-class mm. football. And I think that's, that, that's to me anyway, that's what I'm looking forward to. Just briefly, what would your reaction, you know, your, your immediate reaction to the news? It is still fresh for a lot of people. I know it's yeah. one day on. How would you sum up your immediate reaction? Uh, it's very disappointed in Brendan Rodgers leaving, considering for me, I think, he's 11 victories away from... A treble treble Eight league victories And three in the cup He's not halfway through the season It's two thirds of the way Through through the season However I'm told from An excellent source His salary is £7 million a year £140,000 a week And he was told If you don't come now We'll go and look elsewhere So from that point of view I kind of understand it From Celtic's point of view Short term For the next 10-12 weeks They have the right man uh, In charge in Neil Lennon I don't really understand it in, in the sense of going to, to Leicester. I think that Leicester are, yeah, of course, everybody goes on about premiership clubs, but, you know, where can they take them? Yeah, people will highlight the fact that they won the championship a couple of years ago, or they saw they in the league a couple of years ago, but um, I, I, they're not they're not a top six. I think it'll be unbelievably difficult to, to get there. So European competition is always going to be a stretch. Um, I think, um, you know, for me, the level of a club is, is nowhere near Celtic in terms of, uh, global interest. Um, I know everyone will have their opinion, but listen, going to the Premier League, if 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 it is for football and ambition, absolutely. I'm sure he's a pretty wealthy man anyway, so I'm not quite sure whether the, the salary difference would make make a, a decision on it, even if it is one as handsome as as, as Mark has stated. But uh, I think I think the Celtic fans are right to be disappointed. He could have made history, um, you know, with the treble treble, and I think that that's something. That if he could have done that and could have left, and other jobs might come up. There was talk about the Chelsea situation just now, you know, with with Sari. That may well come up in the summer, uh, and 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 I'm sure if that did come up, I'm sure his name would have been uh, you know right at the top of the list. The number you need to get in touch is oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Get your calls in now or send us a tweet at Clyde SSB. As if this story needed anything extra, Neil Lennon is in charge of Celtic and he goes to Tynecastle of all places. Hearts against Celtic tonight in the capital. And Conroy is there for us. Yeah, he says it's a twice in a lifetime opportunity. And as you say, Neil Lennon's second spell in charge of Celtic starts here at Tynecastle. He said this morning he
he'd possibly be in the dugout and you'd like to think he'll want to get straight to work there. Celtic, eight points clear and it's a lead Neil Lennon will want to at least maintain in his first game back in charge. Hearts with a decent record of late against Celtic here at Tynecastle, but Craig Levine isn't sure if all the change this week will play to their advantage or not. Captain Scott Brown is back with the suggestion both Oliver Burke and Odson Edward will start for Celtic tonight. We'll have the team news in around half an hour, Gordon. Uh, there we go. So, will he be in the dugout or will he not, Mark Weedy? That's that's the question. I think Neil Lennon's character, he's in the dugout. Mm. You know, there's no point in hanging about. There's business to be done. There's a league championship to be won. I think Neil Lennon's in the dugout all day long. Be very surprised if he's not there. Yeah, I'm remark. I think he's actually a, a manager when he has the the other keys where he's had to sit in the stand. He's he's openly admitted that's uh, you know the, the you know he absolutely detests it. So you know when he's got an opportunity to be the Celtic manager in the dugout, you know encouraging his team, demanding his team, uh, I think he'll, he'll be there. We're going to hear from Neil Lennon at various points during tonight's show. Let's touch base at one of their other big venues this evening, though, Ibrooks. There is another game on, by the way. This Brendan Rodgers business uh, is obviously overshadowing a lot. But a big game for Rangers up against Dundee, Andrew McLean. Yeah, Rangers going into this one off the back of two 5-0 wins in a row. One of those was with Alfredo Morelos when he scored four times here against Kilmarnock a week ago. And then they did the business without him at the weekend against Hamilton. He's back from suspension tonight, while Glenn Kamara, well, he's been pressed so far in his time at Rangers, Stephen Gerrard describing him as a Rolls Royce of a player on Sunday, he could be facing his old club here at Ibrooks tonight, as for Dundee after their January business, they now have a four point gap on bottom of the table, St Mirren losing just once in their last four league games but to find their last league victory here you need to go back to March 2001 they've lost all 11 matches in the top flight here since, I'll bring you the full team news once I get it Okay, that's Ibrooks, and we'll continue building up to all the kickoffs tonight. We've got some fascinating fixtures all around the place, including the likes of Aberdeen Hamilton, we've got Kilmarnock Motherwell, and so on. Let's get straight to the phone lines, though. 0141 951 1025. David is first up, a Celtic fan from Port Glasgow. You've had a day to get over it, David. How are you feeling now? Uh, I've still been, to be honest, I'm raging uh, with Brendan Rodgers leaving. I think um, for him to say he's a Celtic man, and then obviously leaving because. He's getting better money. How much money does somebody need? The guy's a multi-millionaire already. Um, I think it's disgusting his timing that he's left. Um, to be honest, it's, it's poor, really poor from him. And I'd just like to see what the panel think of that. How big a shadow has this cast over Brendan Rodgers' achievements at Celtic, Mark? Yeah, I mean, I think it's unfortunate there couldn't be a, a, an amicable divorce. You know, I think inside Celtic Park there was an acceptance that Brendan Rodgers would go in the summer. I think we all felt that there was an actual parting of the ways coming for various reasons. He, he, he's healed, he, he's rift with, with Peter Lawwell on the board, you know, wasn't properly healed. Faults on both sides, proper, uh, probably. But the thing you have to remember as well about the, the, the situation with Leicester, this just didn't happen when Claude Poyo gets sacked on, on Sunday morning. This has been bumbling over for five or six months and uh, had there not been a tragic helicopter crash back in late October, Brendan Rodgers was lined up back then. So this is something that was always there and that's why I say I think there was an acceptance that it was probably going to happen in the summer that Leicester would have ridden along with Puyil knowing they were getting Rodgers in the summer, Celtic to get their money and then the search the new manager begin with eight in a row wrapped up in a, in a possible treble treble but it's not worked out that way like I say I'm, I'm surprised um, slightly surprised but not overly surprised and I think what it goes to show the reaction of David and all the callers last night is that they feel that that uh, Brendan Rodgers has betrayed them and he was a bluffer he didn't have Celtic at heart 
I think uh, David is right to be angry, frustrated and disappointed. I think these are the emotions that most Celtic fans would feel. I, I don't go with the fact is that, you know, the, the, the money on the table, as, as Mark has said, is is, is ph- phenomenal. If, uh, but, you know, in the English Premiership, there are jobs coming up just about every month. You know, someone gets a sack and, or someone's on the brink. So I think if he waited to the summer, he wouldn't have had long to wait before... Uh, you know, an English Premiership club would have came uh, came calling for him, particularly if he'd have won the treble again. Yeah. So I think that I don't think he's a top six manager in the eyes of the guys down south. Duff, yeah, I don't think yeah, he's but, a top but, six but manager. Leicester are not a top six club. Well, that's what I'm saying. So, so Leicester might yeah. be the picker what, yeah, what he had. Uh, the, the likes of what I'm saying in the summer, I, I, you know, a couple of games into the new season, Mark, there would have been there would have been some someone would have been falling. Some English uh, Premier club club would have fallen. Like a similar size, yeah, yeah, similar similar to to a mid mid table top, you know, whatever that kind of level. There would have been two or three. You An Everton, at, a West Ham, yeah, you look at something. yeah, all those type of clubs, you know, as I said, and but possibly Chelsea. You know, there's a lot of talk about the Chelsea, which is one of the top clubs, but there there, are, there would have been there would have been uh, casualties. At that level Because yeah. it always happens So therefore I don't think He would have had to wait too long mm-hmm. And I think he could have done the job If he'd have finished Celtic This season And then walked He goes mm. there As an absolute hero yes. Among Celtic no, I get fans absolutely. Now I agree he's that. stained by this mm-hmm. Fair or unfair That's all a matter of opinion Because he's, he's won seven trophies He's got one more or less lined up But Nevertheless Fans can be unforgiven at times And when you leave and you've come out and said I'm a Celtic supporter you know this is my club this is what I want to do and then it seems as if it's a first opportunity then it sticks in the throat of Celtic fans I think David Guys can I talk about Neil Lennon as well about Lennon taking over Mm -hmm. Um, see for me that's not the answer he walked away from Celtic the first chance he had the last time he's also walked away from Hibernian recently as far as I'm concerned now the guy the guy is an SPL manager he's not a Celtic manager I know Celtic are in the SPL, but you're talking about European football, moving the club on. Neil Lennon's not the answer for does, me. Does he not have a better European record than Brendan Rodgers does? I just don't think Neil Lennon's the answer. He walked away first time, so why give somebody else a chance? What, what were his reasons for walking away, David, in 2014, the summer of 2014? Why did he walk away? Well, he said he wasn't backed. Okay, he said he, he was tired. He's back now, because I, I don't think he will. Well, that's a different argument then. So you, what you really you're saying is, it doesn't matter who the manager is, they're not going to get backed by the board. Is that what you're saying? So why give him a chance? He's already walked the first time for it. So why start him again? Well, we don't know. It's, it's basically it's a twelve week, it's a twelve week contract, and then it will be reviewed regardless regarding how it's successful what will that or ref- unsuccessful. What, 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 what will that look like then? If, does Neil Lennon have to deliver the treble to get the job? Does he have to just deliver the league? Is, is the cup a bonus? Well, I I would say that. In the eyes of people Winning the treble Guarantees him the job mm-hmm. You cannot not give him the job Anything less than the treble I think it goes, it goes out to tender But Neil Lennon will still be a contender Alright, let's hear a bit from the man himself then He says he's got big shoes to fill After taking over from Brendan Rodgers He didn't have to think twice about taking the role And says the most important thing Is the club at this moment in time No brainer very, very grateful to be here. The board, Peter, Mr Desmond, have put uh, the faith in me to see out the season. And yeah, it's been a you know very whirlwind sort of 24 hours, 36 hours, whatever you want to call it. But um, the most important thing is is the club. You know, we've lost a, a manager who will go down as one of the greats. And um, I've got big shoes to fill, obviously. But uh, looking forward to the challenge very much so. The team's, team's been unbelievable. You know, the last two and a half years on the Brendan. 
you know, seven trophies in a row and um, top of the league at the minute, you know, in the quarter final of the cup. When I took over the last time, the, the club was in a different position. So, yeah, the circumstances are, are very different. But um, it's going to take maybe, uh, and I haven't got much time to adjust, you know, just to, you know, meeting the new players and, and getting to know them. And obviously for the players to adjust with life without Brendan as well. So we need to adapt that very quickly. Archie's in Shawlands as a Celtic fan. How are you feeling tonight, Archie? I'm just a bit angry with Brendan Rodgers. I mean, I want the nonsense. It's all, he's a money grabber. That's what he is. And he panicked as well. He'll work out in Leicester as well. He, he's, going, he's looking for something like Chelsea or Arsenal or something. And once, he, once the, that vacancy comes about, Leicester will, will, will find out what happened to Celtic. But, uh, the last column is to grow up and smell the coffee. Neil Lennon's got a better European record as a Celtic manager than Brendan Rodgers has. So what's he talking about? He shouldn't be the manager. That's a lot of rubbish. And at the end of the day, compare Leicester to Celtic. Who's the bigger club? Everybody knows it's Celtic. Everybody knows Celtic's a thousand times better than Leicester. Will ever be. Leicester happened to be in the Premier League in England, that's all. But if Celtic got there, Leicester wouldn't exist because Celtic would destroy them if they became a Premier League team in England. But the thing, at the end of the day, it's, we're a bit angry because of what he did. All this nonsense, I'm a Celtic man and all that. That's nonsense. If you're a Celtic man, you don't walk away. I know Neil Lennon walked away, but he was under a lot of pressure with people with this uh, sectarianism carrying on as well. And you don't, you don't walk away, that. actually, when you're loving victories from doing the treble. You don't, what I agree with you, you don't walk away um, on that. Neil Lennon is the absolute perfect fit for Celtic just now, taking all the circumstances into account from now until the end of the season and then um, review it. But, uh, you know, in, in terms of your thing, uh, you know, about money and, and stuff like that, one thing you've got to say about Leicester City, actually, is Leicester have been 100% professional. It's not like the vast Brendan Rodgers to design and walk out and avoid the compensation, put it in position. They've gone through the channels properly. They've given Celtic the five or six million quid in compensation and they've behaved impeccably, Leicester. And you can't blame Leicester for wanting their man. Leicester don't have any loyalty to Celtic. So if they've wanted their man, they've gone about the right way. They've approached Celtic, agreed the compo, Allowed then Rogers to go and speak, which I think again was all about your bluff. It was all done. It was all in place. Um, but Leicester have behaved impeccably. And for me, yeah, I, I, I'm disappointed that he's walked out eleven games away from the treble. However, I don't blame him for walking out in terms of going to earn himself seven million quid a year in a three-year contract. I don't blame him for that at all. He's absolutely quite right. Every single call we get, Jim has that same theme. This seems to hurt the Celtic fans more. Because they thought he was a Celtic man That's yeah. what you keep hearing He told us he loved the club And if that were true He wouldn't have behaved this way That's the theme that we keep picking up Yeah I mean when he came in at first It was like his dream job uh, You know he's a little boy growing up And he supported Celtic And you know and I think Cel- all Celtic fans You know Can, can, you, know, empath- um, can, I, can I agree with that And could, could feel that You know they could feel that passion If you wanted to call it that And I think that that's something that um, You know they believed would would make sure that he stayed there until such times as a real top job. And I think the I think part of the, the issue for Archie and David and another Celtic fans is that it's Leicester he's went to. I think that I went to Arsenal or Chelsea, you can kinda get that. You know, you can say, okay, even if it was at this stage of the season, because you know, those are clubs who could possibly win a league, could certainly be in the top four, could be in the Champions League. You know, all these sort of things can attract the best players in, in Europe and the in the world, really. Um, it's in London, you know. I mean, there's a glamour attached to it. I can, I think, but the fact that it's Leicester, I think a lot of people think, well, wait a minute, was he just in a hurry to get away from Celtic? 
who knows but listen I think it's done he's moved on it's about Neil Lennon and at least in the short term Celtic fans whether it's David who's not a big fan or Archie who is the fans will have to get behind the team get behind the, the manager and see if they can can see this title in particular mm. uh, get over the line um, I think John Kennedy remaining is important because John knows the players the players know him he can guide Neil Lennon um, you know just in terms of you know maybe the personalities of the players because you know he's got to get to know these guys very quickly he's a different type of character from Brendan Rodgers so I think that will help the transition be a bit smoother but ultimately he's got to go to places like Tencastle tonight in the quarterfinals Saturday against Hibernian and get results mm. so so there's no time for worrying about new, uh, sorry about Brendan Rodgers they've got to focus on the team We are pushed for time Archie but I want to give you the final word so make it brief if you can yeah, I just think you'll do a good job, and I hope these players get together. The Celtic players get together and just say, "Let's win this league and win the and win the cup for Neil and for the fans and for the club." And show Brendan Rodgers what he's missing. Okay, thank you, Archie. In Shawlands, oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. We're going to hear more from Neil Lennon. He says he's less volatile than the first time he had the job. We'll hear those comments after the travel with Amber. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors, a team that gets results every week. Talk to Thompson's.com. Jim Duffy and Mark Guidi are here. We're on the phones. They're very busy. So uh, our apologies if we don't get to your call on Twitter at Clyde SSB. Jamie Barr says, No one's grudging Rogers for leaving. Everyone moves on. It's the way he's done it. If it's true that he tried to take all the football staff, that makes it all even worse. He knows how big this week is for our season. He simply doesn't care. And uh, there's another tweet here as well from Mackie Who says We the Celtic fans now have a true Celtic fan in charge Actions speak louder than words A statue could have been built at the end of the season Now he's just an EPL manager Says Mackie 0141 951 1025 Let's hear a bit more from Neil Lennon He says he's relishing the opportunity He says it's a once in a lifetime opportunity That he has been able to do twice He says he's not thinking about Any of the off field issues When taking the job And believes he is less volatile Than the first time he was here I Never really came into my thinking This is a club that means A hell of a lot to me As a player And as a manager And you know, four great years here as a manager. It's a privilege. These opportunities come around once in a lifetime for me. It's come around twice in a lifetime now. So I'll deal with all the other stuff as best I can. But for the, for the short term, just focusing on game by game and making sure we do the right things at the right times. I'm not as volatile, I don't think. I wanted to take on the world when I first took over. Um, and I think you learn from that, you mellow from that. But I've still got that energy and still got that... That will do in, which I want to always bring with me. And tactically, I think, you know, you learn the game as you go along. I don't have all the answers, and certainly I don't want to be compared to Brendan. And I know some people will do that, you know, as we go along. But uh, Brendan has his way, and it's it's been fantastic, and I have my way. So we're individual in, in any ways. And I'm still always learning. Always, In fact, when I went up to Lennox Town yesterday, I was learning new stuff as I went in there, the... The, the implementation of the stuff that Brendan's left in there I hadn't seen before so yeah it's fantastic learning experience as well while I go along Just before we take a call I want to get your thoughts on that that last bit there the implementation of the stuff that you know that Brendan had in place there can't be many or any times in football where you walk into a job eight points clear at the top mm-hmm. and chasing down a treble so mm-hmm. how does Neil Lennon Handle this Jim Duffy Because you always hear managers Go into a new job They're going to put their own stamp on things But if there was ever a temptation to say I'll tell you what Just keep doing what you've been doing This would be it 
Yeah, pretty much. I mean, uh, to be honest with you, I, I think there'll be very little change. I think you'll, you'll, I think barely notice or notice at all if there's any change because you know he has an experienced manager, new learning. He knows what's required, and I think he'll just leave well enough alone. I think, yeah, of course, his personality uh, in terms of getting to know the players. There might be one or two players in the fringes that might get a little bit more of a shout, particularly just now there's injuries. Obviously, McGregor, Christie out injured. So those type of players, um, you know, the, the the choices between the backup players, he might pick someone else, you know. But in terms of the style, the shape of the team, no, I don't mm. I don't see that changing at all. I mean, why would he? Mm. Uh, the team, as you say, is eight, eight points ahead. So I think, as he'll speak to John Kennedy, he'll get to know the players as, as the next couple of weeks unfold. But there's too many games just now. Hearts and Hibs straight away. You just got to leave with get yeah, on with yeah. it, play the way you play. And if you want to, you know, look at a little bit during the game or a substitution, maybe. But the rest of the time, no, leave it alone. Yeah, well, that must be quite an interesting situation, then, Mark Guidi, because it's all well and good saying Neil Lennon knows the league and he knows the club, but he is still walking into a dressing room mostly full of players that he's never worked with and perhaps who play in a style that he doesn't usually implement. Aye. So that, 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 it's still a new challenge. Uh, and, and one thing that's quite funny. Um, there, Andrew was there last week and uh, put him up for a, a William Hill Scottish Cup event. And actually, some of the questions he was asked was, "So you're a Hibs manager, you've beaten Celtic. What advice could you give to Paul Hecken? <laughs> but what you know, what, what's in the armour? We things that you can exploit." And he started to explain how you get at Celtic the way he did when Brendan mm. Rodgers was. So he'll know in terms of well, actually, I think we need to tighten up this. We need to tighten up that. One thing, Neil, that, that I liked about him in terms of European record that I was critical of Brendan Rodgers when you need to defend. You defend, you defend lit men, you defend aggressively and I think that's one thing that he'll want to implement quite quickly. I think Celtic sometimes just been a wee bit too too soft when it comes to, to defensive duties, albeit again at the Fid 7 out of 8 clean sheets uh, domestically. Another thing I'll notice about Lennox Town, Gordon, that you'll know as well is he'll have a brand new manager's office because Brendan Rodgers was the first thing he changed and he took over the office and I've been mm-hmm. lucky enough to bring it a couple of yeah. times. With him, it's like an airport departure lounge, yeah, uh, Jim. It? So he yeah. swapped over, as you know, yeah. with the the technical uh, scouting staff and gave himself a brand spanking That's new office. Right. So, so Neil will certainly yeah. enjoy that. Hugh yeah, Keevans yeah, yeah. does that in here. Yeah. He took I mean, over to the place. I, I think Lee McCulloch saying he was invited up, but he, he, you know, I think Brendan Rodgers was quite open. I know myself, he invited me up. I had a couple of players on loan um, when I was at Morton, Aidan Nisbet, Jamie Lindsay, Ross Doon, guys like that. And he invited me up at the end of the season to have a wee chat mm. about the players in particular. And, also about other things But maybe players in the future as well Stevie is in Bishop Briggs Hi Stevie How, how are you doing lads? Not bad, how are you? Not bad Mark, Jim yes, Listen sir. I've never heard the show last night The first time I heard about it Was on the STV news When it came on the news And I thought Alright, okay I'd heard rumours a few months ago That what happened Was going to happen And can I be honest with you I'm not angry I'm not angry at Brendan Rodgers Why, do, why is the Celtic fans so angry At Brendan Rodgers doing what he's done? Please, guys, if you're listening, listen to what was happening. He went to Peter Lawwell months ago and he told Peter Lawwell he needed money to buy players to progress in Europe. There was a fallout there. Dermot Desmond at one point had to come and try and patch things up. So things weren't all green and white at Parkhead with Brendan Rodgers. A corpus came calling. Leicester's came calling. And Leicester has said to him, just as you have said at the top of the programme, we want you now. Not at the end of the season. But Brendan has said, I'll come with you at the end of the season. But they've said, no, no, you come to now or we go and get somebody else. And that's my honest opinion. That's why Brendan Rodgers has left now. 
Because if he didn't leave now, there was no get out of Celtic. And he was wanting out because him and Mr. Lawwell weren't getting on down to cash. And speaking about Neil Lennon, very quickly, Neil Lennon's come in, he's out of job. And do you know what's going to happen? I'll tell you now what's going to happen, lads. Neil Lennon will get that job because you know why? That's the easy money way. They don't need to pay him any big money. They don't need to look for a big continental manager. Neil Lennon's not got a job. Neil, you've done great. You've won us that at the end of the season. There you go, pal. There's the job for you. Well done. And they're no paying big money. So Am looking, I correct? Yeah, or am look, I not? But looking at your, at your bigger pitch sense, TV, are you a Celtic supporter, I take it? Yes. Yeah, and, and just you're frustrated you don't feel that, that the club basically backs some managers enough and spends enough money because you're right, there could have been a conversation going you know, way back to the summer or in terms of the six months that followed to Pat Shop where you could actually, Brendan, hang about. I don't think Celtic owe him anyone. I think he's making a fantastic living. They got us a 50 grand a week for beating with the greatest of respect, Motherwell and, and Dundee and, and, and teams like that. It's fantastic money. But I think he earned it as well. I think Brendan Rodgers more than earned um his money But I think yeah, if, if Brendan Rodgers and Celtic Thought there was a way to continue They could have had a conversation That was said Brendan we'll give you what you want We're going to have a right tilt at it In the summer We'll give you A net spend of 20 million quid Whether that's right or wrong I don't know But clearly that conversation Never took place Was never going to And that's why there's been A partner of the ways And Stevie sounds like a a frustrated Celtic fan that wants to see the club spend more money in the transfer market. Where is the truth in all this, in Jim Duffy? Because on one hand, you've got Stevie who says he clearly wasn't being backed. He wanted John McGinn and he didn't get him. He wanted Piccini mm-hmm. and he didn't get him. He was having people like Marian Schved signed mm-hmm. on his behalf. On the other hand, you get people say, well, hold on a minute, he was backed because he had nine million on Odson Edward. He brought in guys like Marvin Compere, Bui Kouassi, um, Emilio Wizagiri, Yusuf Malumbu, guys who are, who are miles away. So there's quite a clear argument on both sides. Which one do you go for? Yeah, I mean, listen, Stevie's got his opinion. He believes it's the board and the, the relationship. There was a breakdown relationship. There may well have been, but I think that most fans, I think most fans would still think that, listen, get the job done. Finish the season, then move. If that if that is the case, and I think it's about the timing and also the club he's went to, but uh, you know, again, how much money would have had to have been given? Mm-hmm. If you'd have given Brendan Rodgers twenty million, would that have been enough to get through into the Champions League? You know, I I I, I would doubt it, but. You know, and again, salary levels because when you pay, you know, when you're going out to get these type of players, they want 15, 60 yeah, grand a week. 50, I mean, minimum. And uh, I, I think Celtic is, has been very prudent. I think when they say that their, their annual figures are 15.2 million pound profit, it's not 150 million. It's 15 point. It's a lot of money, but in football terms, it's not a ridiculous amount disappear. of money. Yeah. Uh, let's go to Tynecastle because we've got a Celtic starting eleven picked. We believe by John Kennedy tonight, Alison. Yeah, it's just one change from that win over Motherwell on Sunday. Scott Brown comes back into the starting 11, so it will be being in goal. A back four of Tolian, Boyata, Ayer and Tierney, then Brown and Beaton sitting, then the three of Forrest, Henderson and Sinclair with Burke as the lone striker. On the bench for Celtic, Gordon, Henry, Lustig, Hayes, Wea, Edward and Johnson. Ah, there we are. I don't think anyone was expecting wholesale changes. John Kennedy's not going to come in and pull Marvin Compere from Siberia and stick him in the team, but... <laughs> Any surprise that young Henderson yeah. keeps his place for a, a fixture like this one away? Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and, term, and by all accounts, the, the yeah, lad played, played very, very well, very yeah, well on Sunday. So credit to him for that, and credit to him for sticking by young boys rather than you know than throwing them back out just because you're going to Tynecastle. Beaton, not a lot of game time, and at the the heart of the 
the the engine room, which is going to be a lot of pressure on on him tonight. But yeah, no too many changes, and I, and I hope the young fella Henderson does well. Yeah, I mean, Beaton was uh, taking cramp towards the end of the game there, so it's going to be a little bit of a test for him, you know, just in terms of sharpness. You know, he's been out a long time, not much game. Scott Brown, fit and available, is always going to come back into the team. Uh, yeah, he'd one or two other options, but I think, uh, you know, Henderson's a good player, and you know, obviously, again, mm. it's a good opportunity for him to show Neil Lennon, listen, that can be a part of your your squad. Uh, with As I said, with McGregor, Christie out injured and Cham. So there's a lot of players missing for Celtic in that area, but up top again they still have plenty of options um, so yeah no, it's, a, it's a good strong side for Celtic tonight and, and which will be a very competitive match Alan is a Rangers fan in Croft Foot hi Alan how you doing Gordon hi yeah. Mark hi Jim hi Alan. hi Alan I'll tell you what it is I've been listening for the past couple of nights and people pundits especially Jim especially tonight I mean he says they should have waited till the summer and why go to Leicester City Jim mentioned clubs possibly an Everton or a West Ham. Now, how many clubs have won the English Premiership? Half a dozen. Mm-hmm. And Leicester City won it three years ago. Mm-hmm. He's got players there which are worth millions and millions. Up. He's got a centre-half who Manchester United were willing to pay £80 million for. You've got Vardy. You've got a young boy that was at Aberdeen, Madison, who's a £20 million signing. I think it's a bit unfair saying that Leicester City are the wrong club because they've won the Premier League three years ago. Yeah, in my opinion, mate, they'll not win it again in my lifetime. So, uh, uh, listen, they did win it, and all credit to them. But yeah, no, no, I don't think they won it. <laughs> you know, I'm as the, the point I'm making is that they're, I think they're eleventh in the league 12, just now, yeah. 12, 11, 12 in the oh, league. They went up last night. Sorry, I think so they are. I think they might be eleventh, whatever. And and I'm just saying to you that listen, I think they're a good side. I think they've got some good players. You're right. You mentioned a couple of them there: Harry Maguire, James Madison, Vardy. They've got some good players, but I do not see them challenging. And my, this is my opinion now, and I do not see them challenging the top six uh, anytime soon. Um, and, and I think that, I mean, Everton spent, I don't know, 150 million or something like that to try and get into that and actually went backwards. And I just think that Leicester are a good side. I think they, they're certainly better than where they are at the moment, but I see them as a top 10, top eight. I don't see them any better than that. And that's so, so. Brendan Rodgers came out with a statement as I've only I've taken Celtic as far as I can. That was one of the statements he's made. So how far can he take Leicester? If he takes them to sixth, for instance, is that as far as he can take them? And if he does take them, the end is he say, well, okay, I can't take them any further. Mm. Time to move on. Uh, Alan, as a Rangers fan, what what impact does this man managerial change have on Rangers? Do you think does this boost Rangers' chances of of doing anything between now and the end of the season? I think it'll be just as per usual. Honestly, I do. I really do. Celtic are six points in front. They're, they're flying. They are. They're flying. They're, they've only lost one goal this year, but we've got to keep pegging and pegging away. Rangers have done well the last couple of games. Ten goals, none conceded. We play well at Ibrox. Their problem is sometimes away from home, where we've dropped a lot of silly points. Alan, best best I- chances tonight, really, Alan. If Rangers are to, to get properly back in it, you want to try and have as best you can a situation where the title can be in your own hands, which means... You want to be a minimum, uh, or sorry, a maximum six points um, behind Celtic come March 31st when the next Old Firm game takes place. And if there's a chance of Rangers at all getting back into it and taking this to the wire, you're looking for Celtic to drop points tonight for Rangers to win. Then all of a sudden, the Brendan Rodgers leaving factor, Celtic no win tonight, big cup game at Easter Road on Saturday. All of a sudden you might think, do you know what? Is this a wee wobble? Clyde won. The cash. 
Manchester with Wholesale Domestic Bathrooms Hillington and their fantastic winter sale in store and online. Well, speaking of being on good runs, we were on a fantastic run on the cash register, but the run of winners came to an end today. The call went straight to voicemail. If your number starts 07824, you may have just missed out on over 17 pounds. Don't throw your phone at the wall You'll get over it I'm sure So it is a rollover when the cash register returns Across the Hits Network Scotland tomorrow George will reveal another big cash amount On Bowie at breakfast at 8am If you've not already entered Text YES to 61025 That is YES to 61025 It's £2 to play Plus your standard message rate You do need to be over 18 The full terms and online entry are on our website Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors Compensation They know the score Talk to Thompson's.com Mark Weedy and Jim Duffy are here Big night across the Premiership in Scotland Obviously Hearts against Celtic's been dominating Because of the Brendan Rodgers-Neil Lennon effect But let's go to Ibrooks Because a big game there as well Rangers against Dundee And Andrew McLean has the teams Yeah, Rangers make two changes from that 5-0 win Against Hamilton on Sunday Out go Andy Halliday and Jermaine Defoe In come Borna Barisic and Alfredo Morelos So it's a 4-3-3 for them Alan McGregor in goal It's a back four of James Tavernier Joe Worrell, Connor Goldson and Borna Barisic The midfield three, Ryan Jack, Glenn Kamara and Scott Arfield with Daniel Kandias and Ryan Kent either side of Alfredo Morelos the substitutes Fodringham, Defoe, Davis, Lafferty McCrory, Katic and Koulibaly as for Dundee they make two changes as well from that 4-2 defeat to Hibernian out go Kasunga and Craig Curran in come Ethan Robson and Darren O'Dea it's a 4-4-1-1 for them tonight Senny Dieng in goal it's a back four of James Horsfield Ryan McGowan Darren O'Dea and Nathan Ralph Jesse Curran is out on the right Andy Dale's out on the left Martin Woods and Ethan Robson the midfield pairing Paul McGowan is just in behind quite interestingly Scott Wright who's playing as a lone striker today the substitutes Parish Kerr Kasunga O'Sullivan Miller Hadenius and Moore the referee for this one at Ibrox is Don Robertson. I think it's a result that still to this day doesn't really sit too well with us. You know, we huffed and puffed on the day and we had all the ball but without any success in the final third and we also scored a legitimate goal on the day. Um, so it was a very frustrating afternoon for us um, and obviously Dundee was a very important point for them and I think there's been signs of improvement from Dundee over the, uh, since the return from the, from the winter break so We'll show them the respect they deserve and um, we'll expect it to be tough. But we're going in in good form. Um, you know, spirits are high. We put in a very good performance at the weekend and we're going in with confidence. You know, Two 5-0 victories with clean sheets is, is very pleasing to see and we want to try and keep the same rhythm and, and try and build on that. I suppose it sums up how important Alfredo Morelos is that Rangers won 5-0 at the weekend yet there was still absolutely no doubt that he would come back into the team tonight. Yeah, I mean, he has to come back into the team. You know, his form over the, the whole season has been sensational. You know, you listen, you can talk about the the, the, the old discipline, but forget that for a second. His, his, his performances have fully deserved him to be in the starting lineup whenever he's available. And uh, as much as you've got a top-class player, Jermaine Defoe, they've tried a couple of times just to lighten him up. And I think when when Defoe gets signed, I think you know, the intention was to play him as a partnership, but it's not quite worked. I think Rangers need the width with uh, Kent and Candias. Um, I, I seen both teams over the weekend um, Gordon you know last weekend I, I was at the Dundee game where they lost against Hibs uh, and, and I think that uh, obviously then watched the, the Rangers game later but uh, um, you know Dundee defensively Kasunga has been dropped they obviously had a poor um, you know game and I think um, Jim's obviously taken action but Dan the D comes in as an experienced player but he doesn't have that mobility he once had so 
Uh, it's going to be a tough night for Dundee. I think you know the first you know maybe twenty minutes is going to be important for them. Um, but I, 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 you would expect Rangers to win and win convincingly tonight um, because although Dundee have improved a little bit with uh, the attitude and fighting spirit, never gave up against Hibs and you know the two goals um, uh, chalked off. So you know they kept at it. I just feel I just feel that tonight Rangers will have too much for them A great night in the Premiership Aberdeen Hamilton Hearts Celtic Kilmarnock Motherwell Rangers Dundee And St Johnson Hibbs We'll touch on some of those games A bit later on Let's speak to Michael and Balak Hi Michael How are you doing guys? Yes good thanks Hi, What's your point tonight? Uh, I'm kind of backtracking a wee bit Because I know you are talking about the, the Rangers game there No no um, Point just regarding Brendan Rodgers Um I don't know if the question was raised yesterday. I never listened to the show, but because he's now down at Leicester, do you think he'll uh, target some Celtic players um, and what ones? If you think he will, that's the fear, isn't it, Mark Weedy? That's yeah. the salt in the wind scenario that he comes back for a McGregor or a Tierney. I don't. What do you think of Michael's point? Yeah, I mean, I think it's a fair point. Um, you know, Kieran Tierney's obviously coveted uh, down south by a number of clubs, and I'm sure if um, just as a Leicester left back, Chilwell. This was an England player So If you think If Brendan Rodgers Obviously has 10-12 games To properly assess Chilwell and draw a comparison So if he thinks He can get 45 million for Chilwell And buy And buy um, Tierney for 20 or 25 It makes sense All day long Another small thing That might come into the equation I think They have the same agent I think they're in the same camp In terms of uh, Brendan Rodgers and, and Kieran Tierney So you put all that Into the mix then I think it's something that you couldn't rule out. Yeah, again, and the other ones is perhaps someone like Oliver Buck who's on loan. You know, I mean, again, depending, you know, how well he does, but these are the type of players who have goes back to his parent club and Brendan Rodgers has, has been working with him and knows his potential and thinks, wait a minute, I can get the best out of him. But in terms of the actual players who are signed for Celtic, yeah, I mean, I think everybody would expect um, to, an interest in Tierney. But Chilwell is a very good player. And as, as Mark said, you know, the only way I think he would go for him is if, if a mm. bigger club in England came in for him. And that opened the door because, you know, you, you're not, no point trying to shoehorn the minutes a little mm. bit. The Scotland national set will be Andy <laughs> Robertson. You know, it just wouldn't fit. So I think I think there would have to be movement there for that to happen. But the likes of Callum McGregor could certainly be one because he's been outstanding uh, again, you know, uh, under Brendan Rodgers, I think. I think the other thing is, I think it's difficult because I mean, the Celtic fans will have their views, but he's won seven trophies on the bounce. The style yeah. of football has been tremendous. You know, there's been you know improve, significant improvement in many aspects of Celtic as a football club. I think it would be a shame, really, if it was tainted that much because he made a, a career mm. decision. I think he's, yeah. he should be remembered, and you know, as as a, as a very successful. Appointment for Celtic yeah. Who did really really well for them And, it, and then decided to incredible. move on I think it's harsh Mark That yeah, he's I, getting I, so much stick I, For I, making a choice That is his, his choice to make um, He's been if, he, if he's been a failure Fair enough But he's been an unbelievable success He's won that's the trophy make, going That's what makes it hurt though isn't it I mean that's that's the point If he was a failure yeah. You would say right See you later We're not, we're not fussed about yeah, this I mean, game, even, even a dip Even if he'd only won four trophies I mean there's other managers <laughs> That are more revered Or you know Will become more revered Who have been less mm. than successful Because they didn't leave I mean Mark Guidi I guess And we spoke about this last night You you can It may be the case That Celtic have managed To get something in the contract mm. Which says you can't come back For For their players I don't know We, we simply don't know At this stage It's, it's possible I, I, But you'd have to I find would out doubt in the that because, because Leicester's a football club Again Leicester have got to look out For their best interests And they can't 
cut off a, a club yeah, a market, yeah. Some, yeah so I'd be surprised if that's the case you look at and managers and you look at you look at um, Brendan Rodgers Lee Swansea for Liverpool first signing Joe Allen from Swansea comes to Celtic one of his first signings Scott Sinclair mm-hmm. whom he plays he knows and trusts yeah 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 so listen and by the way there's nothing wrong with that as long as and, and but what you've got to remember as well it's not like he can just come up and nick them into the back of his car mm-hmm. and drive them down the M60 Leicester they Except must agree a, a fee with Celtic mm-hmm. so unless Celtic accept a fee unless it's somebody that's out of, out of contract but if you're talking your McGregor's and your I think Edward could be a contender um, and Tierney they will only be allowed to go Celtic accept mm. a bid So the ball is very much in Celtic's court Can you imagine these phone lines If Brendan Rodgers sorted out a nice fee For Alfredo Morelos I think we'd have to, <laughs> we'd have to stay on until 2 in the morning Let well, me bring Michael back in I, on that one I, I, I think, think that could have rolled that out You've just thrown a wee firework in there uh, Michael what do you make of the guys Take on your point uh, I, was, I, agree, I agree I think uh, Kieran Tierney I was thinking Kieran Tierney all day long I think he's a Premier League player Are you a Celtic fan Michael? No, no, I'm no, a right, neutral fan. Right, just, just um, I've not really got yeah. a big opinion on what's going on with Brendan Rodgers. Uh, doesn't really bother me, to be honest. I just think it mm. makes the league a lot more interesting, makes everything better. Yeah, because what what he will know is that he what he'll know undeniably now is that the value, the potential value that you're going to get up here compared to down the road, is Boyata and a Bosman. Yeah. I, th- I think Morelos you know? is a great show. I really do. Yeah, I, I think Morelos is a great show. Why, why wouldn't you? I mean. He's scoring goals for yeah. fun. He's strong. He's a pest. You know, he's got a streak in him. Uh, you know, and, you know, what, what and would make... And then 10 million to Leicester yeah, down I mean, the road Va- is, is they've, nothing. They've got Vardy. I, I, I mean, obviously, I know Madison plays off him, but they don't have a natural replacement for Vardy. You know, mm. uh, and if, you know, so, I mean, as you say, 10, 15 million down there buys you a championship player at best. Yeah, and also you look, I'm just trying to rack my brain there, it's like one of the teasers, <laughs> Gordon, you know, in terms of managers that have gone down the road from the old firm, but gone back to the other side to get players, mm. so Walter Smith took oh, John Collins. took loads, didn't he? Yeah. To, to, Middle, but, but, to Middlesbrough. Yeah, but, yeah, and yeah, so Walter Smith takes John Collins to Everton, albeit not directly yeah. from Celtic. Martin O'Neill took Carlos Cuellar from Rangers yeah. to Aston Villa and different things yeah. like that. So, listen, they, they know the value, mm. and that's what I'm saying. For example, uh, a Boyata... On a Bosman, I think that could happen. Beat the pundit with goals in the Scottish Sun, the SPFL and EPL latest every Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday. It's been an incredible few days for Scottish football, but there's always time to squeeze in. Beat the pundit. Mark Weary and Jim Duffy are here and ready. Your chance to beat them and win a sign ball is now. So if you fancy it, give us a shout on 01419511025. Be quick. You only have until the news at seven o'clock. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors. Great results for Scottish accident and injury victims for 40 years. Mark Guidi and Jim Duffy are here with me, Gordon Duncan, on tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. A big night for Scottish football anyway. Some fantastic fixtures, you must say, uh, across our top division tonight. Let's remind ourselves of them. Aberdeen Hamilton, Hearts Celtic, Kilmarnock Mullerwell, Rangers Dundee and St Johnson Hibbs. But all of this now set against the backdrop of Brendan Rodgers having left Celtic and Neil Lennon replacing him. It promises to be quite a night. We'll get right back to it after we do this. Beat the pundit. With goals in the Scottish Sun, the SPFL and EPL latest every Monday, Wednesday and Saturday. Tonight's contestant is John. He's a Rangers fan from Motherwell. How are you tonight, John? 
How you doing, Gordon? All right? Yes, not too bad, thanks, John. I mean, would you have a preference if I gave you the choice to take on Mark Weary or Jim Duffy? Can you separate them? Ah, just whoever comes up. Just whoever. I like that. A man who's not scared of any challenge. Let me toss the coin. Heads, it is Mark Weary. And tails, it will be Jim Duffy. And it is heads. Mark Weary against John from Motherwell. So let me give Mark something else in his ear. Bit of Clyde too. Make sure he doesn't know what you're saying, John. You've got 30 seconds. You're up against Mark. The secret is you can pass. Here's your chance to beat the pundit. You ready? Yeah, let's go for it. Who won last season's Scottish Football Writers Manager of the Year award? Brendan Rodgers. Where did Ali McCoist start his playing career? St Johnson. Who did Kilmarnock face tonight? Motherwell. Greg Halford has signed for which Scottish Premiership team? Oh, eh. Uh... Uh, Which former Rangers player Is the manager of Indian side Real Kashmir In the Indian League Gary Butcher Who is Celtic's top league scorer This season uh, Edward Okay look Let me bring Mark Beery back Mark are you yes. with us You are right Same Thank set God. of questions to you I'm raging at this first question Because you, you've got A serious advantage On this first question Alright oh, Where was I born Or Or <laughs> I've just set you up For a spectacular <laughs> fall So are you ready On you go who won last season's Scottish Football Writers Manager of the Year award? Steve Clark. Where did Ali McCoist start his playing career? St Johnson. Who did Motherwell face tonight? Come on up. Greg Halford has signed Aberdeen. with which Scottish Premiership team? Uh, which former Rangers player is currently the manager of Indian side Real Kashmir? David Robertson. Who is Celtic's top goal scorer in the league this season? James Forrest. Uh, and what year did Inverness Cali Thistle last get promoted to Scotland's top flight? 2008 Okey-doke. What are you thinking John? Uh, it's not looking good You don't think so? I thought you did alright I mean Mark was uh, certainly off to a flyer I mean are you still part of the football writers? Oh yes, yeah absolutely yes, Very yeah. much so son oh, Listen that was You were up against it there John It was Stevie Clark What Steve Clark speaks from? No, <laughs> I know, okay. Voted for Stevie Clark Welcomed him on stage <laughs> so If you hadn't got it then <laughs> that, that, I mean, that yeah. uh, My apologies uh, it was not, we, didn't, we didn't know it was going to be Mark So there we go 1-0 to Mark Guidi Where did Ali McCoy start his playing career? You knew that one John St Johnson So it's 2-1 to Mark uh, it then became 3-2 Because Kilmarnock faced Motherwell tonight um, Mark then came strong again Greg Halford has signed with which Premiership team? It's Aberdeen 4-2 to Mark Weary It then became 5-2 A topical one this It was on the telly last night I don't know if you noticed the programme on Yeah. Uh, did, David yeah. Robertson is the manager of Real Kashmir mm-hmm. There you go You won't forget that You won't forget that in a hurry John So it's 5-2 to Mark Weary You then pull one back John Because Odson Edward is Celtic's mm-hmm. top league scorer so it's a 5-3 uh, It wasn't enough John Because that's where your run ended And Mark Guidi You got the last one wrong It doesn't really matter Inverness last got promoted in 2010 So there we go A 5 for Mark Guidi A 3 for John in Motherwell Is a hard lines to you John hey, Thanks very much anyway Cheers Unlucky John Good effort. That was John in Motherwell Your chance to beat the pundit Back tomorrow night uh, I know you all fancy your chances When it's Gordon DL and Mark Wilson So yeah We'll do that at 7 O'clock 01419511025 If you want to get involved in the phones uh, On Twitter we're at Clyde SSB uh, JP says Now I've had 24 hours He Brendan Rogers uh, Has brought some great times for the club The timing is the biggest thing for me though And Steve-O uh, Yep he's achieved a lot But he's walked out at a critical point of the season And that is what's totally unforgivable He'll never be welcome back At Celtic Park So there we go At Leicester against Celtic in the 
in Europe next season anyone that would be good wouldn't it you were saying maybe there's a clause in the contract okay, maybe there's a clause in the contract of a couple of friendlies against <laughs> each other he's, he's not, yeah. that would guarantee a full house yeah, that would be good 01419511025 on the phones like I say some big games all around the place tonight uh, let's hear a bit if we can from John Kennedy uh, because he's the man who's going to be He's the man in the middle if you like He's the continuity He says the players were a massive part of the double treble success And he's confident they can continue that under Neil Lennon He says this transition should be easy And he's delighted to see Lennon back at the club Not till uh, Monday when the kind of news broke I spoke to Brendan before he, he departed Lennox Town um, And he just filled me in on what might be going on He was basically going to have chats after the clubs had agreed So uh, in that time I was approached by the club Asked to kind of hold the fort and and keep things ticking along and just prepare the team as normal for Wednesday, which which we did. You know, spoke to the players yesterday, filled them in on what was going on. You know, explained that there's a possibility a manager might be appointed later uh, last night, um, which is obviously going to be Neil, and there'd be a kind of restructuring. Okay, but the, I think Neil's touched on it as well. It's the the most important thing here is you know Brendan's done a terrific job. You know, he's decided to move on. Uh, these things happen, but. Ultimately, the players have been a massive part of the success as well. You know, and I explained that to the players that managers come in and had a you know a great impact in what he's done. You know, but ultimately the the team you know have went out there and performed for the manager. So them as a whole have won two trebles. They're sitting in a fantastic position at the moment. But in the backroom staff, very stable. You know, and Neil will come in and, and add to that. You know, and he's he's been here before. So for me, the transition will be quite easy. You know, I know how he works. A lot of people are in the building know him. You know, and, and as he touched on the, the style of football. When he was here, he was very successful. Very successful, played a good style, you know, attacking. And when he was at Hibs, he was one of the teams who we found the games very difficult against because of the way he played. So, you know, he's very well suited to the role. He knows, he knows what to expect. He's got all the experience, and you know, I'm delighted to be to be part of this. How important is John Kennedy going forward, especially for the next couple of weeks? Yeah, it'll, it'll be invaluable for Neil Lennon to to, to lean on. Just, just one thing, God, because there's been a few callers mentioned. I know it's been put out there. Was John Kennedy officially the Brendan Rodgers trying to take him with him? Was John asked that today? Uh, that I don't know I must admit I'll have to I'm scratching my yeah. head Going back through All yeah. the, the, the audio a question That, that we heard Because one thing I don't want to happen Because I saw it with, with Rangers When there was a pattern In the ways between Matt Warburton and Davey Weir And particularly for Davey Weir When there was a lot of stuff Put out there It was unfair And Davey You know Try to try to You know Just be unfair On his character Wasn't he nice Considering he was a He, he served the club Terrifically well As a I mean captain. that's the word On the street isn't it I know that's what You're referring but, to Yeah so uh, you know, I think we should clear uh, up because what you yeah, don't want is getting a situation he, where he just said, things. I've got it for you. It. He said he did not have the opportunity to go to Leicester. Right. Well, so that's good then. So not that in the head. So let's put it on my bed because you don't want things. I think there's there's this kind of temptation now for people to, I Brendan try to do this and they try to do that. Listen, the guys walked out as he was entitled to do because Leicester agreed, paid the money, and Celtic accepted their offer and let him go. But what you don't want to do is, yeah, Celtic fans are disappointed, but don't look for things that aren't there in terms of trying to have a go at them. Uh, John Kennedy becomes Mr Continuity I guess Jim We, we mentioned yeah. earlier in the show This quite unique challenge that, that Neil Lennon has Where he walks into a job That the team's doing very well So he, he won't want to change anything And in that respect Surely he's going to have to lean on John Kennedy And find out specifically How they worked previously Yeah I'm a wee bit surprised That John Kennedy didn't get the nod Until the end of the season um, I thought that was You know the, the kind of plan For John Kennedy He's been He's been working under um, Brendan Rodgers He's been in the back room uh, Part of that back room staff Learning his trade I think Celtic uh, And particularly the board Hold him in high esteem And I, I felt that he Might have been The natural Kind of successor You know Give him To the end of the season See how he does You know But 
Either way, if it's Neil Lennon or anyone else is appointed, I think he will be an integral part of the backroom staff. I think that Celtic will definitely say mm. to whoever it is, listen, yeah, fine, you can bring your own guy in if you want, but John Kennedy is definitely going to play an instrumental part, and I think rightfully so. So I think, um, you know, the combination uh, with Neil Lennon obviously having the experience of being a manager, and then John obviously having the experience of the players and the knowledge of the players and the system and the way they play, I think, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a really good fit. But I'd say I'm a wee bit surprised he himself didn't get the nod. Robert is a Rangers fan in Pollock Shields. Hi, Robert. Hi, how you doing, guys? Good, thanks. Hi, Robert. Hi, yeah. Um, it was just a quick call. Um, I've been listening to all the kind of Brendan Rodgers stuff. And uh, obviously Celtic fans are going bananas about it. I'm just curious, there's all this kind of Judas stuff and this and that. Kieran Tierney's come out and said he's Celtic play dies and grew up a Celtic player, grew up a Celtic fan. I'm just wondering, do you think if he left in January that he'd be getting the kind of stick that Brendan Rodgers got? What, well, if, he, if he left there last month? Ah, if he left last month and, and with him saying well, he's it's, really it's, and chasing it's, hyp- it's hypothetical. You're, you're looking for something there to have a pop at a boy because one day he will leave Celtic. I'm pretty sure of that, Robert. And if he does, he should go with the best. Because again, he's in a situation where he can only go if the club agree a fee. That's only reason you're like, unless you run down your contract. So you're looking for something there, a hypothetical situation to have a pop at a boy hypothetically. And you know what? One day he will go, and I'm ninety nine percent certain that when he does go, he'll go for a lot of money and he'll go with the best wishes of the Celtic supporters. Probably be similar in the sense, Jim, if Kieran and the keyword is if <laughs> I don't know how we're dreaming this stuff up, but if Kieran Tierney goes to Liverpool or Man United, mm. Arsenal, you probably say, All right, okay, well done. You've been brilliant and on you go. Well, maybe not quite, but that that would well, soften the blow. But if he goes to a mid-table club, you think, oh, why is he? Listen, as Mark them? said, it's hypothetical. He's, he didn't go. <laughs> there's no, there's no suggestion that he's on, he's in a hurry to go anywhere. And therefore, you know, I think Robert is is just is, is in, you know just kind of coming up with a scenario. You can come up with any scenario for any player, um, but I think the scenario for for Kieran Tierney is get as many first-team games under your belt, win as many. Trophies as you possibly can, and then see if anyone does come calling. But I, I, I certainly don't think he's in a hurry. I don't think you'll see Kieran Tierney rattling the door of the club to say, I'm in a hurry to go. Um, if somebody comes in with big money, as Mark says, and the board accept it, then he's got a choice to make. Robert, uh-huh. come back um, can, can I just ask the panel as well? Um, there's talk obviously on the Ross came out saying that he was looking to leave Rangers. Um, if nine mil- if Edward is with nine million gets you, there's no way I would be selling Morelos. Put it that way. Yeah, I saw these are quotes um, Columbia, from a, right? a local radio station in mm-hmm. Colombia, mm-hmm. uh, Clyde Uno or something along those lines <laughs> yeah. in Colombia. Um, the translated quotes uh, wasn't there, but you know you read the quotes and you say it was about saying his next move would probably be England. It's close yeah. by. It's a big league. All the rest of it. Look, look, Gordon, that's what happens. You know, uh, it's happened before with, with Rangers players. It's happened before with Celtic players. You just have to accept that. Yeah, you don't want to see your best players leaving the club, but. It happens because A, the club cash in Morelos, you buy him for one, one and a half million And you sell him for 10, 12, 14, 16 Whatever the eventual fee is going to be Fantastic business for the club That's a role model that Dave King is looking for He wants to copy the Celtic role model And rightly so That's the way that you be, that, that you do your business For Morelos, he goes for whatever it is 7, 8, 9, 10 grand a week To 40, 50, 60 grand a week Everybody's a winner It's not like They'll, as we know They'll go and play For a bigger club Very unlikely They'll ever play For a bigger club In a career than Rangers 
or Celtic but they go to a bigger and better league mm. and quadruple their wages What about Robert's question regarding the fee Jim and it's mm. always it's difficult to compare because mm. you buy Edward from PSG yes. so that, that, that strengthens their hand you mm. maybe have to pay a bit over the odds um, but Robert's just comparing the two mm. as players simply and saying if Edward's worth nine What's Morelos worth? Yeah, I mean, but again, the value of players is to me, it's just about who who's much in demand and what what they need. You know, we look around, we can look around almost every transfer fee. Say, how did he go for that? Or I can't believe he's as cheap as that. Very rarely that is the case. But you know, as Mark says, you know, whether it's a a Wanyama, Van Dyke, you know, even a Stuart Armstrong recently, the thing that Rangers haven't had over recent years is that. Asset to sell yeah. Now they've got A couple of assets With James Tavernier um, You know They've got Morelis I think that uh, Candice is probably Worth a lot more now You know um, So they, they've definitely Got a, a sellable assets now Is is what is What is he worth In, in my opinion he, I, I wouldn't be selling them any less than 15 That's me personally In this day and age I think You would be looking At 15 million pounds at Plus add-ons you know, if he, how sell successful on. is in sale ons as well. But for me, he's he's definitely worth that in the modern day and, and the way the, the market is. He's probably worth more than that, if truth be told. But I think in Scotland, you've still got to, there's still got to be a kind of limit, you know, mm. and a margin. And I think 15's about there. Right, if you're wondering what the, the next couple of weeks looks like, Lennon, Neil Lennon says he'll be playing a similar style to Brendan Rodgers because they both like attacking football. He says John Kennedy will be a massive help to any success and that he's targeting the trophies straight away. No, keep the current style. And I don't think there's that much of a difference, really. I like to play attacking football as did Brendan. I like to do it when we were Celtic. It's the DNA of the club. You know, we played attacking football at Hibs, you know, whenever we could. It'll be exactly the same. It'll be expansive, hopefully, easy on the eye, and, and hopefully some winning football as well. But as I touched on earlier, John's essential to me and imperative to me, and I'm delighted he's agreed to, to join me on this. Well, the thunder's here, so I don't need to bring that back. Just bring some trophies back. You know, that, that would be the remit. That's that's what we're looking forward to do. I'm looking forward to, you know, a real good end of the season with the players. And obviously, more importantly, the, the supporters as well. Because I know they're feeling a little bit agitated. I get that. I totally understand that. But it's up to me to sort of try and soothe that. What was Neil Lennon's style like the last time he was Celtic manager? I mean, could you describe it? How different would it be from, from Brendan Rodgers... Uh, what he might have to implement this time Well I think he kind of started off From, from early memory 2010 Nine years ago With a front two And then eventually He, he settled on 4-2-3-1 Towards the end of his reign And he's he's kind of continued that He, he likes wingers um, Always has remember he, he, he deployed Samaras Latterly as a left winger To good, good effect The guys like Like Hooper He Saved Scott Brown's Celtic career I don't think there's any doubt about that He actually got a grip of him You look back to Neil Lennon's Very early days in the role A Celtic manager And even though Scott Brown Was a captain Given to him by, by Tony Mowbray He really had to get a grip With Scott Brown And Neil Lennon Saved his career For sure So he knows how to get the best Out of players He introduced James Forrest Introduced Callum McGregor So there's There's, there's a lot of ticks But what I say One thing that I'm pretty certain That the only thing That he would say That he would like to improve on Albeit there's no European football Between now and the end of the season Is just be stiffer and uh, more aggressive defensively. Craig's a Celtic fan from Cardonald. Hi, Craig. How you doing, guys? Hi, Craig. Um, just a couple of points. Um, I listened last night tonight with regards to Brendan leaving. And I think kind of a bit pragmatic as I like to be. But I listened to Jim saying that it would take, probably think it would take 20 million to get anywhere in Europe. I actually think it would 
take more than that, probably closer on 30, 40 million. Mm-hmm. Which is something Celtic just don't have. And I think Brendan's looked at it and went, and we've said this before, realistically, is there anything else that he can do with Celtic? They're in a good position in the league. They're eight points in front. Knowing there's somebody like Neil Lennon and was with John Kennedy there, if he stays at Celtic to the end of the season, he's obviously he's made no secret about he's got ambitions to go back in the English Premier League. He's not going to go to a top six club straight from Celtic. But if he can take Leicester from 12 to chapping on the door at six, then he puts himself back in that short window. And I think that's why he's done it. I think he's looked at Celtic and went, I really can't do any more than I've done. The money that it's going to take for me to do that is just not in this club. And I think that's why he's left. Yeah, no, I mean, Craig, I, I agree with you to a certain extent. Uh, I mean, I, I threw a figure in 20 million, basically, is a minimum amount. Uh, the point I was trying to make is that Celtic don't have, you know, ridiculous resources um, to go and, and throw um, to try and get further on in Europe. But I do feel that he could have done a little bit better, I think, um, in terms of. You know, he, 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 he definitely, you know, was a little bit too open at times um, when they went to play in Europe. I still feel that, um, you know, obviously the previous managers, Neil Lennon, for instance, you know, qualifying the last 16 and stuff like that for the Champions League. So it can be done if you're a Celtic manager. Um, you know, whether he's taking the club as far as he can, obviously it's his choice to make. But I still feel that winning a treble treble is, is a real target. That's maybe taking it as far as you can. How do you beat that? Yeah. You know, you had a, you know, an invincible year you won every trophy that was laid down to you domestically, nine on the bounds. I think I don't think it will ever happen again. So I think he had a chance to write his name in history. Uh, and and that's probably the thing I think he could do if you wanted to say take him as far. Mm. I, think, I think at the end of the season may have been the case. But ultimately, I think it's about where he's went to. I think if he'd have went to, as I said, you, you, I know your point, uh, uh, if he does wear up with Leicester. Well, I think if he'd have done better in Europe, Mm-hmm. I think that mm-hmm. may well have alerted a little bit like the, the players yeah. you know made yeah, a one or two, one or two players, uh, clubs a, bit, a little bit higher up the league thanks to Craig in Cardonald we're continuing the build up to the big games across the Premiership tonight and it's almost time to get that full time teaser up and running you're looking for nine answers tonight there's a Scottish and English Cup theme all will be revealed next Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's personal injury solicitors. Win the compensation you deserve. Talk to Thompson's.com. Mark Weedy and Jim Duffy here with me, Gordon Duncan, on tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Neil Lennon is out on the Tyne Castle surface, uh, familiarising himself. And I think he knows the surroundings. He's out with his players having a look. Um, I'm sure he'll get a warm welcome or something like that. Uh, let's look at tonight's question. The old teaser's been sent in by John Clark. This one is I mean they're all tough right But this one's really tough There's a couple of these I'll be amazed if you get That's um, me filling you with confidence Before you even (laughs) begin Since 1995 Nine players have won The English League Cup They've played in Scotland At some point in their career But not for the old firm So since 95 Nine players have won The English League Cup They've also played in Scotland At some point in their career But not for the old firm 1985 that's what twenty. What is that? Twenty five years ago. Is that right? Twenty four. Mhm. Right. They've won the English League Cup, but they haven't played for the old firm. No, they've played in Scotland, though. I mean, I'm thinking one, two, three, 
Three household names A couple of others Doable And then some Wow <laughs> You will get serious brownie points yeah, If you get um, them I'm just trying to think Who, who, who won the, the English League Cup So uh, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm taking from there I'm Because <laughs> uh, Because <laughs> When you can technically find it 95 Wait a minute oh. I'll give you a clue the th- Yeah the first one is, is 96 And then onwards So um, Thanks for that Gordon Yeah really helpful uh, Give us a minute or so And we'll see if we can I mean you're talking Some relatively high profile Scotland internationals Yeah but I'm trying to think You might just be firm, So I'm yeah. thinking of Craig Burley And things like but that like, no, but, no, but, well, Here's the key They may have played For the old firm but they also played for a non-old firm team. Oh no, now you're just confusing me. Even so more so they might have played for the old yes, firm? Yes, but it's just that they also played for a non-old firm team. I right. said they so played in Scotland at some point in their career for a non-old firm team. No, so you, you said, no, sorry, no. I've got it written that they played uh, in Scotland, not, but not, not for an old firm, firm, but not for the old That's the way you worded yes, it. they played, <laughs> we're getting a bit semantics here. <laughs> they know. played in Scotland at some point in their career for a non-old firm team. They did, but they also played for an old firm team, maybe. <laughs> okay, right. right. So, okay. So basically, <laughs> name nine players since 1995 who have won the English League club and played in Scotland. Aye. Mm-hmm. Is that not really what you're saying? Yeah, but they have to have played for a non-old firm team. Right. But they could have played for Celtic or Rangers as well, and Motherwell or Aberdeen yeah. or whatever. Aye, well, that's different. That's a different complexion on it. Because the way I I picked it up was okay. They hadn't played. Well, they weren't allowed to play for Celtic or Rangers. So now 95, 96. Right. Right. Well, I'll okay, give you well, some thinking well, I'll time. Give Neil Lennon. No. No, he's before Because what non old firm team did he play for up here? Right, okay. I Let me I go to Pataudry and get a bit of a rundown ahead okay. of Aberdeen Hamilton with Dave Galloway. Right. Thank you, Gordon. Be interesting to see how Hamilton will respond to Sunday's 5 0 home hammering at the hands of Rangers as they look for a boost to their battle against relegation. And they're right in the thick of things, of course, second bottom in the Premiership behind Dundee on goal difference and only four points ahead of St Mirren below them. But recently arrived head coach Brian Rice insists he's inspired rather than downhearted by the heavy loss to Rangers. He's had a draw, a win, and a defeat so far in his time in charge. As for this evening, Rice insists he won't set his side out to park the bus. He'll stick to his attack-minded strategy. Aberdeen, meanwhile, are keen to build on a good victory over St Johnson and Perth at the weekend, but at home, it's pretty poor stuff. They've failed to register a win in the last four league matches. Hamilton then make three changes to their starting 11. The men coming in, Delphin Tishembe, Alex Gogic and Scott Martin dropping out Matt Kilgallen, Regan Mimno and David McMillan. So it's Gary Woods in goals. It's shaping up probably to be a back five by the looks of things. Aaron McGowan, Ziggy Gordon, Alex Gogic, Delphin Tishembe and Lenny Soa. Midfield four of Tony Andra, uh, Darian McKinnon, Scott Martin and Mikel Miller with the lone striker for Aki's tonight, uh, George Oakley. The subs, Marsden, Imre, McMillan, Penny, Smith, Boyd and Mimno. Looking at Aberdeen then, Scott McKenna and now McGinn come in, dropping out uh, Mikey Devlin and Gary Mackay-Steven. It's Joe Lewis in goals for the Dons. Across the back, Dom Ball, Andy Considine, Scott McKenna and Max Lowe. Midfield, Niall McGinn, Graeme Shinney, Lewis Ferguson and Connor McLennan with Greg Stewart playing just off Sam Cosgrove in attack. Substitutes for Aberdeen tonight, Cherney, Devlin, new signing Greg Halford, uh, an experienced English defender. He was in the the Cardiff squad that won promotion to the English Premier League last season. Uh, Gleeson 
Campbell, Ross and May and your match referee tonight at Pittodrie, Bobby Madden Thank you Dave Galloway that's just another of uh, a few big games we've got tonight we've got Kilmarnock against Motherwell very quickly Daniel Backman in goal for Kilmarnock Stephen O'Donnell Kurt Broadfoot Alan Power Gary Dicker the captain Jordan Jones plays Connor McElhinney Stuart Finlay Callum Waters Eamon Brophy and Chris Burke As for Motherwell We're on a great run Until they lost at Celtic Park Mark Gillespie In goal Richard Tate Tom Aldred Alan Campbell Curtis Main Bolly Arebi Liam Grimshaw Charles Dunn Alex Rodriguez-Gorin David Turnbull And Jake Hasty. Um James Scott's on the bench We'll be keeping an eye on his throw-ins I'm sure After the week we've had uh, The biggest surprise Come out of Rugby Park Mark Guidi and Jim Duffy And I will show you both this If you've not seen it I'm showing these guys a picture of Tom Aldred's head injury well, And paper. he plays tonight <laughs> Oh yeah. wow A yeah. couple of days Ooh. on Oof. It doesn't quite work on radio mm-hmm. But oh, that just shows a you Not pretty um, A few bu- And he's playing tonight He'll be bandaged up A couple think, of yeah. butterfly stitches in the magic sponge clearly I mean, That looks as if there's just been a stud went right through his It was just a clash of heads clash with, with Edward so. I think it'll be more than a couple of butterfly stitches That's for sure <laughs> oh. right, I, think, I think somebody's having to knit that Two playing one puddle I think <laughs> Uh, let's speak to Alison Who's a Celtic fan from Torrance Hi Alison Hello there Hi what's your take on this Brendan Rodgers uh, Neil Lennon oh, situation Absolutely disgusted With um, Brendan's decision to leave At this particular time of the season I thought it was so important We've got the cup games at the weekend We've got a big game tonight And I thought it was absolutely appalling That he decided to go at this time If he'd gone at the end of the season He'd have gone with the blessing of all the Celtic fans, to be honest, and all the thanks for everything that he's done. But quite honestly, I'm just absolutely disgusted with him now. Yeah, that's the that's the feeling that's sort of coming. In fact, I think disgusted has been the word of the the, the last two days on this show, Jim Duffy. Yeah, I mean, I I, I think disappointment. I mean, I think um, you know, obviously fans like Alison, you know, held him in such uh, high regard, and and I think that's the disappointing thing. I think everyone is as we mentioned at the start. Believed that he was one of one of their own. You know, he was a fan. Um, you know, he, he put the club before everything else. But when it comes to football, ambition is what becomes before in front of everything else. It does. It comes before whether you support a team or you don't support a team. And obviously, he's went there for his own football and ambition. He believes that he needs a a bigger challenge uh, in the English Premiership, and he'll certainly get that. Leicester. I, you know, I'm, I'm a, as I said, I would ask Alison again to. To remember this is Eddie that you know the, the to Leicester City, but really yeah. they they're they're they're, a, they're not a big fish. No, no, I agree with you, Alison, but I just think that I mean, if you look at it, you know, uh, in a cold light of day, taking your heart away from it a little bit, he did a magnificent job at Celtic. I mean, seven trophies on the bounce, the style of football, the goal scored, the undefeated season. Do you not know, think that maybe he's getting it, you know, really tight that Maybe one or two other people might not have been as, as harshly treated. No, to be honest, I I just think it's almost like we've heard all this about uh, disagreements with Lobel, but we don't want to go down that road of you're going to outspend the fortune. We all know that Scottish football doesn't get that amount of money in the same as the Premiership gets down in England, mm-hmm. and quite honestly, um, I wouldn't want my club to go down that road of getting themselves. Into so much debt that they risk going to the wall. But that, Alison, that's why he's left. You, you've answered the question. That's why he's left. The money is down south, and not just for him personally. As I've said, he's on seven million quid a year at Leicester. That's what he's signed up for. Um, but what you, what Celtic fans and Rangers fans, I've been saying this for years, and 
You know, you really need to get your heads around it. They're not leaving to go to bigger clubs. Very few do. Off the top of my head, only ones that like like Giovanni Van Bronckhorst and Henrik Larsson actually go on to to have more success. But they leave because it's a bigger and better league. They eventually, guys like Brendan Rodgers and the top players, eventually get fed up with the greatest respect. They're playing St Mirren and Motherwell and Dundee and Partick Thistle. Yes, Leicester only a bigger club than Celtic. We all know that. But they play in a much more bigger league with much bigger money and you have to accept that. Thanks to Alison and Torrance Wright. What about the question? Since 95, nine players have won the English League Cup. They've also played in Scotland at some point in their career for a non-Old Firm side. Asterisk, they might also have played for an Old Firm side, but they must have played Wait, for... I, th- I, th- I think I'm up and running. Let's go. Charlie Adam. Yes. Liverpool. Yep. And, and St Mirren, Ross Mirren, County. Yep, Jordan yep. Spencer. No. Derek White. No. Brian McClare. No. David Hopkins. No. Might be worth thinking about Yep you might be worth thinking about that team Joe McLaughlin I mean you were Um, Pat Nevin You're going to get this Because you know that Chelsea team So 98 wasn't it 98 Chelsea won the League Cup Stevie Clark Yes Stevie Clark (laughs) Played up here for St Mirren You've got one more from that team that you're missing Um, I'll tell you who it's not because there's a few coming in on Twitter Stephen Tennant Jody Morris It's not him right, Michael Dubery Michael Dubery Michael Dubery I knew you would put those two mm-hmm. together uh, Right so that means you've got There we go All of a sudden three. you've got three of nine Let's speak to Robbie <laughs> in Falkirk Hi Robbie Alright how's it going How's it going Mark and Jimmy's been alright Aye. Aye Good Robbie hey, Cheers uh, I'll t- tell you what it was on uh, Over the moon With Neil Lennon coming back to Celtic Um and if he does really, really well uh, and wins the league and possibly the Scottish Cup as well, it looks as if he'll probably get the job. That's not guaranteed. But uh, if he wasn't to get the job, the name that I'm going to come up with now, I think he's a really, really good candidate who is clearly on the up curve as a manager. And his name is Jack Ross. Now, if you look at what he done with St Martin, he worked wonders with St Martin. Now, I know St Martin and Celtic are on different levels, but you've got to look at Jim and Jim will know what I'm talking about as a manager. If you're looking at a CV, a manager, you've got to look at his full CV. You don't just look at the big clubs or whatever. Like, and if you look at what he's actually done at Sunderland, Sunderland were actually relegated, and he's came in there and worked wonders with them as well. And he's got Sunderland as in fourth position, and that's when they were previously uh, relegated for the mm. Championship and English Division One, which is a highly uh, competitive division No, actually no Jack Ross And I know he was a Dundee supporter I actually played football with him every night We were about this time at night uh, Way back in the summer in the early 90s And he was a Dundee supporter But his team on the side And he always preferred them over Rangers And I know he's, for a fact his team on the side were always Celtic Even though he had two pals That went to Dundee games And he went to Dundee games with them But uh, he's definitely got a soft spot for Celtic I can absolutely assure you that right, Robbie, let's put that to the guys Because we are pushed for time So very quickly yeah, no, I mean, I don't really think it matters what team he supports, but listen, if he gets promotion with Sunderland, then his name, I think he has to get promotion because Sunderland are a huge team with a huge mm. budget at that at that level. The kick-off and the big games coming up next. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors. Get the result you deserve. Talk to Thompson's.com. Kick-off fast approaching. Let's go to Tynecastle, but first, Ibrook, Sandra McLean. 
Yep, two changes for Rangers going into this one. Defoe and Halliday drop out, and it's a return for Morelos and Barisic. McGregor in goal for them tonight. Tavernier, Worrell, Golton and Barisic the back four. The midfield three, Jack, Kamara and Arfield with Kandias and Kent either side of Morelos. As for Dundee, two changes for them as well. Kasunga and Craig Current drop out with Robson and Odie in. 4-4-1-1 for them. Dieng in goal. It's a back four of Horsfield, McGowan, Odie and Ralph. The midfield four, Curran, Woods, Robson and Dales with Paul McGowan in behind Scott Wright around 40,000 here at Ibrox tonight and Alison Conroy's at Tyne Castle is Neil Lennon in the dugout Alison? Neil Lennon is just walking across the pitch now and about to take his seat in the dugout you can imagine the reception he got he got boos from the home fans he got cheers from the away fans as he walked across the pitch here the Celtic fans also with a message for Brendan Rodgers tonight if you'd expect a banner from them which said you traded immortality for mediocrity never a Celt always a fraud so Celtic fans making their feelings clear for the current manager Neil Lennon and their former manager Brendan Rodgers as we look to get underway here at Tyne Castle. The teams it's Lamal for Hibson goal, a back four of Godino, Suter, Vera and Brandon. Then it'll be Lee and Herring sitting. Then the three of Jim, Naismith and Clark with Ikizu up top. For Celtic, Bain and goal, a back four of Tolyan, Boyata, Ayer and Tierney. Then it'll be Brown and Beaton sitting with the three of Forrest, Henderson and Sinclair with Burke up top. And your referee tonight at Tyne Castle for the return of Neil Lennon to the Celtic dugout is Stephen McLean. Well, the scene is set. The Celtic fans, the Hearts fans, right up for the this one, what a game we've got in prospect, not only there but across the country as well tonight. Yeah, it's a cracking card, uh, Gordon. Real, real top fixtures. Obviously, all eyes will be on Tyne Castle, but for for Ibrox as well. Let like us say, I think if Rangers have to have any chance of clawing back the, the eight point deficit, they need Celtic to drop points tonight. Yeah, I mean, I just look forward to the games. You know, once the game starts, then obviously the focus then uh, falls on the players and the responsibility that they have. But not just at Celtic and Hearts, but you right through the calendar uh, tonight. Every game is a degree of importance about it, and uh, you know I think that uh, you know it's, it'll be a fantastic entertainment. I see plenty of goals happening tonight. I think it'll be a, a really, really uh, pivotal time in the season. Uh, yes, so Hearts against Celtic is obviously getting a lot of the headlines Rangers against Dundee as well We've also got Aberdeen Hamilton, Kilmarnock Motherwell and St Johnson Hibbs So we'll keep you up to speed on anything that happens before we disappear And then of course you get all the post-match reaction on tomorrow night's show The question tonight, the teaser, sent in by John Clark to fulltime at Clyde1.com That's the address you need to send a question in uh, since 95, nine players have won the English League Cup and also played in Scotland at some point for a non-old firm team. They may also have played for an old firm team, by the way. So you've got guys like Charlie Adam, Liverpool, uh, St Mirren in Ross County. Yes, he did play for Rangers as well. Stevie Clark for Chelsea and St Mirren. Michael Jubery, Chelsea and St Johnson anymore. Got a couple of crackers. David Murphy, Hibs in Birmingham. Oh, that is a cracker, you're right. Yep. Tommy Johnson, Aston Villa, Kilmarnock, Celtic. Mm-hmm. Also a cracker Well done 1996 give with it, Villa Give him it, it We thought Faddy But you've told us no No but he did not win It was Birmingham That day Barry Ferguson Rangers And Clyde One League appearance For Clyde So yeah. yes Well done Barry Ferguson Birmingham in 2011 And Clyde Superb Are we looking for any Blackburn or Leicester players? Yes What about Stephen Thompson? No Jerry H has got one of the tough ones that you're looking for. Is one a say, goalkeeper? No, I don't think so. Nope. Um, unless this guy. No. Blackburn and Leicester. So you're looking at Martin O'Neill's left. No, 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 no. I said or. So, uh, oh, Blackburn. All right. So it's a Blackburn. We're looking for Blackburn. You're looking for two Blackburn 
That was Graham Souness' team, I think, w- wasn't it? One was of the early two thousands, was it? Yes, yeah. one of the one of them's so difficult. They're both pretty difficult. One's ridiculous, and then there's a very doable one that you've missed. Oh, oh, I think um, came up to Rangers, James Beatty. No, no. Um, I mean, I'd say even more doable than that. <laughs> this guy, because he's still involved in our game. In our game. Mm-hmm. All right, I'll give you some thinking oh, time. Yeah. Uh, two minutes on the clock It's been a fast start by Hearts At Tynecastle You know what it's like there The crowd are really up for it Stephen it's, um No uh, It's been a, a rampant start But no goals or anything like that Just a, a quick tempo Ronnie's a Rangers fan from Falkirk Hi Ronnie Hi uh, What's your point tonight um, Ronnie? Well Firstly I'm a Rangers man right mm-hmm. But When you sit and think about this With Brendan Rodgers My Opinion this is a glory hunter. For the past, well, past three seasons, he's had double treble. They've gone for a treble treble this year. He's never had a challenge, really, in Scotland. The Rangers are eventually on their way back when they, they got their first uh, win in 13. I just think he's saying to himself, that the Rangers are coming back. He's going to get a challenge. Apart from the £7 million, he's going to get for Leicester, obviously. But he's looking at his CV. He's done well in Scotland. And if I'm being honest, I think the Celtics will still get the table table this year. If, that, if that's the case, Ronnie, how is, he, how is he a glory hunter then? Because he's, you're just you're saying it there. He's walking away from a treble treble to go to a mid-table team in the English Premier League It may be many things But I'm not sure How that makes him A glory hunter Well My thinking there About him being a glory hunter Is He's done well so far But the Rangers Are, are coming back And he Just my opinion He's, he's, he's no Well let's just Well What you think He's running scared of the Rangers You think he's running scared of the Rangers That was that's what I'm saying, aye. Absolute nonsense. Absolute nonsense. He's eight points ahead of him in the league. He's no he's no walked out on, on, on Celtic because he's scared the Rangers. Absolute that that's that's the most deluded call I've heard in a long, long time. No, he's walked out because he's gone down the road tearing a fortune and going working to what he would perceive as being the biggest and best league in the world again. That's what it is. Nothing whatsoever. He would fancy his chances against Rangers all day long. Yeah, I mean, listen, I think, uh, you know, Ronnie obviously has got his opinion and he's entitled to it. He, he believes that the Rangers, his team, are, are going to make a concerted challenge. And it's going well, to I'll tell you what, questions. Ronnie's team have scored already. Rangers mm. won Dundee nil, and it's the former Dundee man, Glenn Kamara, mm. described as a Rolls Royce by Stephen <laughs> Gerrard at the weekend. The Rangers fans are really enjoying the early stages of his Rangers career, and he's scored already against his former team. How often do we see that in football? Rangers won Dundee nil, Glenn Kamara. Yeah, I mean, again, and he was not renowned for his goal scoring at Dundee, that's for sure. Um, you know, so it's, it's ironic he's, he's scored. But, you know, Stephen Gerrard has been absolutely delighted with him since he's went there. But as, as I mentioned, Ronnie believes his team is on the up and he feels that maybe that uh, they, they, can, they might well uh, catch Celtic next season. But it's not about next season. This season, they are eight points ahead. Ronnie himself said that he feels that he's still Celtic will win the trophies. The biggest thing for Rangers is is can they win the Scottish Cup? They've got to go to Petodre. They've got to get a result up there. 
uh, and see what happens. But from Brendan Rodgers' point of view, it's about the challenge of the English Premier League. It's, it's been competing against the very best. Um, it's not. It's not about running away from Rangers. Um, Mark Guidi, what do you make of that fast start for Rangers? Yeah, brilliant start. And uh, Glenn Kamara, you know, Rangers decided to to get him for fifty, sixty, seventy grand, whatever it was. Dundee uh, decided to sell. They thought they'd be better taking the the money. And uh, you know, Kamara has uh, had a terrific start um, for Rangers and that's exactly what Rangers needed um, tonight just to put an early marker down as you say 10 goals scored none conceded in the last two games perfect start uh, yes yeah, so that's the only goal so far still goal list between Hearts and Celtic with 6 minutes gone Jim Duffy have you learning any anything about the game so far it's just your typical start at Tynecastle isn't well, it it's well, I think Hearts are up for it that's for sure and uh, Piezo in particular is, is putting himself about he, he rolled Ayer uh, in the box and Scott Brown got back and challenged managed to get a goal kick now you know there's a little bit of pushing and shoving by Piezo and uh, Scott Brown I don't think uh, he'll be backing down from Scott Brown that's for sure uh, and a, a set piece to Hearts but Hearts are throwing balls forward to him they know he's got that physical presence they know he likes to upset defenders and they'll look to play off that and they're certainly not giving Celtic any time on the ball. Yes, yeah, so Celtic just defending the set Pisic, Piazzu and Scott Brown jostling, shall we say, at the back post. Six and a half minutes gone as Hart swing that one in. It's headed up into the air and it's bouncing around a real frantic start to this game at Tynecastle. Rangers already in control. Glenn Kamara volleying home after a James Tavernier free kick. Let me just take a quick look at some of the other scores this evening. That's all we've got so far. Aberdeen nil, Hamilton nil. Um, Kilmarnock nil, Motherwell nil, and St Johnston nil, Hibs nil as well. Anything else in, in particular you're expecting when you look across those games? No, I think that Hamilton and the team, you know, obviously from um, Brian Rice saying that he wasn't going to change his philosophy, he's going to actually maybe introduce some young players, um, you know, to try and get on the ball and try and make a lot of passes, but they need to try and get themselves a result. It's unlikely that Dundee will pick up any points at Ibrox, so this is maybe an opportunity to try and close that gap a little bit. Yeah, you know, it's it's um, it's one for for uh, for Rangers tonight. I think it's a big game for them. I fancy a score draw at Tynecastle tonight. Um, Gordon, I think you could be looking at a one-one, two-two, which will give Rangers uh, all the encouragement. It's a tough opening four days for Neil Lennon. I think they'll win the cup tie on Saturday, but I think tonight score draw not the worst result for them. Yeah, honestly, it's, you've seen this so many times at Tynecastle. Every time someone goes down, you know the crowd are up. Whether it's claiming for a free kick or berating the opposition team, it is lively. Oliver Burke's pace in behind causing a a bit of difficulty for Hearts, not managing to to carve out a goal scoring opportunity or anything. Um, but here comes Celtic. Young Henderson um, is into the box, just trying to feed it across. You just see what Oliver Brock brings to the team there Jim it looked like a lost cause but he got in behind and kept the, the yeah. ball alive I mean, listen, he's got no right to win that ball I've seen it a couple of times already but uh, you know his pace is unbelievable he gets himself uh, you know way behind the defenders just stick it in the channel and he burns up the ground it's 2-0 to Rangers mm. James Tavernier on the rebound after a shot from Alfredo Morelos so what a start that is for Rangers right mm. you've got work to do in the teaser what else you got yeah. for us I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think as a full back at Blackburn I'm sure he went to Right. Up to Scotland, but Let, I just I let's, can't remember. Let's the name. do the obvious one first. Right. Liverpool. He won it with Liverpool. And the non old firm team he played with up here was Motherwell. I told you he was still involved in our game as well. He'll be a happy man at Ibrooks right now. <sighs> Gary McAllister. Gary McAllister. Gary McAllister, mm-hmm. yeah, Gary McAllister. All right. The ones you're still looking for were both part Kevin of the Musket? Nope. So the no. black the Blackburn team. And Aberdeen 
So this guy played for Blackburn and Aberdeen Mike Newell? Nope More recently than that Blackburn 2002 That was a Cole and York team wasn't it? That was a Cole mm-hmm. and York up front Meh Blackburn No it was 2002 Aberdeen well, We did all the initials Like Hugh Keevans yeah. and Derek okay. Johnson like If it was if it was the Glishies team C-H. Maybe it won the league Maybe Oh yes It was um, Craig Hignett Craig Hignett And I'll just be honest with you The last one I think we could be here till midnight Blackburn and St Johnson And I think it was even a lone spell At St Johnson This is the one you just got I think you just write oh, this one Do you know what I know who you're, you're talking joking. about You're joking Croft No Lee, Lee Croft, Croft? No. No. no No right forget it then Alan Miller Oh, never yeah, that was never tough. Get. But you got the rest well done. Uh, I can see some tweets coming in on those as well. Rangers are 2 0 up, still goalless elsewhere. Join us tomorrow night. What a night it's going to be for post match reaction. I'll be here with Gordon Dale and Mark Wilson. But in the meantime, just stay where you are. Callum Gallagher is up next. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's personal injury solicitors. Compensation. They know the score. Talk to Thompson's.com. Clyde One's cash register. The cash register. Win big cash every day. With wholesale domestic bathrooms, Hillington. Check in with Bowie at breakfast each day at 8 for the daily cash amount. If we call you, repeat the amount back to us and win it. Keep listening to find out how to sign up. The cash register. With wholesale domestic bathrooms, Hillington. And their fantastic winter sale. In store and online.